Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. You got to accentuate the positive feeling. the negative. Latch on. To the affirmative, don't mess with Mr. In-Between. You gotta spread joy up to the maximum, bring gloom down to the minimum, have faith. A pandemonium liable to walk upon the scene. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative. This is the show where we affirm you with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness, challenges, and solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, along with Hasina Roach, Relational Consultant, and Wanda Miles, Radio personality. Hey, ladies, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I am good. Um, yeah, I'm real good. This I feel a little bit rushed today, but you know that that's how it goes sometimes. <laughs> Other than okay. that, I'm I'm doing well. Yes, and um, really excited about our show today. Um, Hasina, she'll be on the line in a minute, um, along with Mary Ellen from Aroma de Terra. And um, is this Hasina? Yes, it is. Mm. I'm here. Hello. Hey, how are you today? How are you? I'm great. Good, good. Um, Did you see the message I sent you? (laughs) Uh... Yeah. Does it say no okay. attachment? <laughs> no attachment. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> okay, we'll just do that again really quick. All right. Give All me right. A All right. Cool. Um, All I'd right. like to, in the me in the meanwhile, I'm going to go ahead and do the intro for Mary Ellen. We'd like to welcome Mary Ellen Drews to the show. Mary Ellen has a holistic beauty business named Aroma de Terra. She has been in business for many years and shares her passion for holistic living with her partner and husband. Aroma de Terra is a candy store of smells and a place to delight the senses. There you can find a symphony of essential oils and smell essential oils that that smell heavenly. To body butters made of shea mm-hmm, and other natural healing ingredients, to lotions and other feel-good products. For centuries, 
Um, essential oils and herbs have been used to heal the mind, body, and soul. Bring a sense, and also to just bring a sense of peace, relaxation, and general well-being. The skin is the largest organ of the body with a total area of about 20 square feet. The skin protects us from uh, microbes, um, the elements, helps regulate body temperature, and permits sensation of touch, heat, and cold. How do you treat your skin? Today we're going to learn how to treat our skin, our mind, our body, and our spirit the way it was meant to be treated. Um, do you want to age your body uh, through, through things like menopause, sleep, reduce pain, or forget about that headache um, in, in, in natural ways? Aroma Dutera has been in business for, I believe, 32 years, serving the Midwest and, and, and the country. Come join us and decompress um, as we talk with um, Mary Ellen from Aroma Dutera. All right. Um, I'm just so excited about the show. And um, so what are your thoughts on the on the show topic today, ladies? Well, I'm ready to jump right in. If we're talking oils and smells, that's my favorite thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. Um, how about I start it off today? Miss Mary right. Ellen, are you there? No, she's not here with us yet. You know, she told me. As we've been corresponding, she told me this is the busiest time of year for her because she's probably finishing up with customers or with a, with a ah. product that she's making. So she will be on the on the line momentarily. <laughs> well, does does she have a website? Do we know if she yeah. has a website? Okay, yes, I wanted to go visit a, that so I can. It is yeah. It's aroma, a r o m a, the d e. Terra T E R R A dot com. Really beautiful website, actually. Awesome. Yes. Aroma. Give that that again. Aroma A R O M A D D E Terra T E R R A. All right. Dot com. Dot com. Yes. So I was looking at her website, and she has some great things on here. Ladies, if you are in front of a computer, gentlemen, if you're in front of a computer, check out the site. I love the pictures she has on there, and then she has things for comfort, things for your face, fragrance, hair, protection. She has great things. I am so excited to hear from her. Yeah, it's absolutely Beautiful website, um, and her work is is just as, as as great. She used to make products for me, body butter products for me. That and and you see, I've given you some. So uh, you know, really excellent stuff. And she's on the line with us. Hi, Mary Ellen. Hi, Katrina. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing today? I am really well, and she thanks all of you for those nice compliments about the website. We really do enjoy what we do. Well, we want to thank you. Um, we want to thank you for joining us today. I was telling the ladies that this is a really busy time of year for you. So oh, my goodness, like to, it is. 
Yeah. So I'd like to we we'd like to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to to be with us. <clears throat> yes. Well, my pleasure. Thank you. Nice all to right. talk to you all. Oh, you're Athena. welcome. And I just emailed I just emailed some stuff, so I don't know if um everybody can see it or not and but I did. Okay, right. let's see. I apologize about that. I was trying to make it bigger, and it didn't want to work. Technical. <laughs> That's so, okay. I see it. Okay, cool. So I'm going to start Mary, off. Um, Mary Ellen, we'd like for you to um, to tell us more about yourself and, and about your, your background and, and your experience with what you do. Well, I am... I, um, <clears throat> I've grown up in Cleveland. I've been here most all my life um, and uh, went to Ohio University, got a uh, master's degree in social science and um, have been working actually in fragrance and aromatherapy for the last 33 years. Uh, I really do enjoy it and and it feeds into um, an interest that I've had since I was seven years old um, when I started to cook and mixing spices and and finding out the sorts of joy that you can give to people when you um, address uh, flavors and scents and it just, it perks people up so very much. It's great work. I really enjoy it. Really interesting. Um, you know, one one characteristic of our show is that we uh, provide a lot of education and information to aspiring entrepreneurs, and so it's very very exciting when we have folks who um, who do what I would consider non traditional work um, for a living and, and make a living out of it. Because a mm-hmm. lot of times, you know, people don't think, you know, if I if I love cooking or, you know, if I love, you know, making um, items with my hands, you know, somebody will will purchase it. And so when we when we have folks on the show and and you with your uh, with the oils and the, and the butters, it just uh, validates that yes. You know, you you can make a living doing what you love. Yes, and and it's so very interesting sometimes the way things um, uh, come to fruition. You know, you you start out like you say, just making something for yourself, and and uh, you wear it somewhere, and people say, "Oh my gosh, that smells so terrific! What is it?" Um, and and things will grow, especially if they're things that you really enjoy. Absolutely. What's your? Can I? I just have a question. What? So your sure. background is that you grew up with it, but is there an education for mixing, like a mixologist, or how, how does that all come together? No, uh, there are. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. She's just funny. I love her. <laughs> well, I mean, there, when it comes to aromatherapy, there are certification programs across the country and internationally. Uh, those uh, you do, for the most part, there is respect within uh, the community of aromatherapists and natural products people um, for particular cert- uh, certificates. But at the same time, there is not a um, national or even a state licensing um 
department for aromatherapy. So um, most of the education that you get, you're getting um, to um, uh, help yourself progress more so than having a certificate on a wall that um, uh, says that you have a license to do this and that. Uh, at the same okay. time, though, when it, when it comes to perfuming, um, there are schools that teach perfumery. Um, uh, in New York, I believe there is um, there are a couple of fashion schools that also teach perfumery. Um, in a lot of what we do, though, really has to be done on hand and with your nose because um, science can only take you so far. Uh, you truly have to have a good idea of the sorts of things that are going to blend well um, from having had experience with them and then blend them and um, see what comes out because often even after you think something's going to go well together, uh, you might actually discover something different once you've actually put the things in combination physically. That goes with everything, I think, not just oils. <laughs> no, I think you're right. You're right. <laughs> so, yeah. Awesome. Hasina, you were very anxious with questions earlier. Okay, then. Well, I want to ask, Apparently. I want to ask, <laughs> this is Katrina, and I want to ask you, Mary Ellen, exactly what is your business? What is it? We sell most everything that has a fragrance. Um, we pick and choose, of course, according to um, the supplies that are available and what kind of customer interest we have in things. But um, we started out a great number of years ago in fragrance reproduction, um, in coming up with fragrances that would be less expensive than what you find uh, out of the department stores. In the 1990s, when natural oils and the organic movement and aromatherapy movement first began, um, we latched on to that and um, got into the marketplace. Um, way back in 1994, I want to say there was a convention in White Plains, New York, um, trying to establish what they called at the time an aeromark or um, so some sort of a certification program so that you could be assured that the essential oils that you bought were what they were actually labeled as. Um, right. So, you know, we've been doing this for a great number of years. Uh, in addition to that, we do um, make product um, by con customer request, both um, in subcontracting for uh, companies that are looking for uh, essential oils and butter products like we did for Katrina um, or doing consultancy. Um, if it's if it's fragrant and um, especially if it's natural because that's really the thing that I love the most, um, we will work with it. Great. Now, with all, there's a lot of, of different oils out there and, and I mean, if I just... Actually, I have in the past just gone to Amazon to look for uh, certain oils. And how do you? Is there a way to tell what are more essential, I guess, than others? Or would you only be able to tell by smell or by actually feel uh, the experience of it uh, physically? 
Well, as far as being able to, you're asking then whether there's any way of being able to tell when you're shopping for something online without having had physical experience with it, um, whether or not it's authentic. Well, there are some ways to tell. um, For instance, if you go from uh, one website to another, and one is offering sandalwood for $5, and one is offering sandalwood for $50, and another is offering it for 55 and one is offering for 45 you've got a much better idea that perhaps the one offering for 5 is not true sandalwood. Probably. Um, <laughs> probably, probably, exactly. Um, I often, as with other products, I, I look for reviews. Um, I look at to see whether... Um, you can tell that a company uh, has been around for a period of time. You can't always, of course, but um, it is, it's is—it's a little bit touch and go. Um, mm-hmm. I always make sure that, and I would always uh, see whether or not they've got a good return policy. If they don't, that also is a little scary to me because it seems mm-hmm. as though perhaps then they're, they're hoping to sell to you and then um, disappear. So Right. Okay. Interesting. I've never thought about that. Um, you know, when I'm searching for products on a website, um, to look at what the return policy is. Okay. Mary Ellen, so I what guess type don't of, buy oh, oil okay. from Amazon then. No, I was just saying, so a good thing is probably not to get the oil from Amazon. <laughs> Nothing bad about Amazon. No, well, and, <laughs> it, and it, could be, it could be okay. It really could be mm-hmm. okay. There are some reputable companies that do sell through Amazon, um, okay. And and your advantage there with Amazon is that they do always run reviews at the bottom, so um, okay. you can get That's a little true. better idea. Hopefully, hopefully, unless you know, sometimes there are ghost writers for reviews too. But um, I, I I use that as a bit of an indicator. Got it. Or we could just go to your website. Oh, that's the best way. I say. <laughs> I think that that, that yeah. clears all that up. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Mary Ellen, what type of what type of business um incorporation do you have? Is it is it a corporation? Is it an LLC? Is it a just a um you know, a, a, a independent, you know, business, you know, small business owner? What what type of um structure we're, have you created? We're incorporated in the state of Ohio. And I believe it, I don't know that it matters to you, but I believe it's a C-Core, but I'm not. Positive. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And and the only reason that I ask is because as it, it, it kind of gives our listeners who are who are interested in maybe pursuing a, a business in, in the same area, ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. ideas to go on and, and things to research. Oh sure, yeah. and you want to you want to look as to uh, whether there are a lot of um, uh, companies in your uh, state that do the same thing, um, or certainly in your location, and of course learn to diversify and to to um, to truly listen to to uh, what the customer marketplace is actually looking for. Um, it's awful difficult to educate your customers so that then they will buy something for you rather than selling something that you know people are looking for. Um, granted, if you if if um, uh, 
there are already a bunch of companies doing it in your area, it could be that it's a little more difficult for you to make money doing it. This pie is sometimes is only so big. At the same time, though, I would say that if if you really love something, you can you can make it work. I believe because you um, people get excited about the things that you're excited about, and um, if you can be a little innovative in the way that you do them, you can stand out in the crowd. Well, that is a I'm great question. Is that Christina? Yes, I had to step away from the studio for a second. I'm, I apologize. It's okay. Hi, Christina. Hi, Mary. Christina. Christina. Oh, Christina. Yes. So sorry. Well, your questions. Yes. Who are your competition? Who are the people that you're looking at, or they're looking at you, or you're trying to make sure you market your business, maybe like them if they are more well known? How do you do that? Who who do you think of when you think of your competition? Um. Well, I would say uh, some of the brands that you will find in um, Better Health Food stores. Um, trying to think of a brand name at this very moment, and of course they escape me, but um, there, there are well-known brands like Nawa or Acacia, um, and uh, sometimes they have wonderful products. Sometimes um, they have a harder time getting um, the highest quality of oils, but um, we, do, we all do as best we can there. Uh, at the same time, there are multi-level marketing companies that are uh, very well known in the marketplace, like um, Young Living or DoTerra. Um, they put out wonderful products, although they do have um, a great number of people uh, distributing for them. And so sometimes um, uh, supplies may be short or pricing may get expensive because there are a lot of a lot of people looking there. Um, who else? Um, there, are, of course, most likely our listeners in various parts of the country have local um, oil shops uh, nearby to them um, or friends. I know that in a lot of situations um, people start out making their own butters and things at home and then um, offer them to their friends. So it's a, it's a pretty wide range from people working from their home all the way out to um, things that you could buy at Whole Foods. Well, who are your customers? Who are our customers? Our customers, for the most part, actually, um, we actually work with a lot of companies that then put out their own product. That's really the largest number of people that we work with. Um, but we started out in a small fragrance shop in the old arcade in downtown Cleveland. Um, and so over these 30 years, we have a lot of um, individual customers uh, up, that will come to see us or who will order from their own homes. So we deal with, with the whole range again from an individual all the way up to a company that is distributing out to others. And, and I like that. Go ahead, Hasina. No, I was just commenting, saying that that was great, that she has it where she has it for individuals and she has it where she has it with businesses. That's awesome. And and I want to say, Mary Ellen, that when I first yes. walked into your store, 
I felt like I was in a candy store full of smells. It was just smelled so delicious. You know, all the it was just it was just a a great experience and to find out that I could mix and create my own fragrances as we began to talk um over time to learn that I could, you know, create my own body butters. It was just a very unique experience. Well, and, thank you. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, that reminds me also, we see a lot of people at this time of year who um, are looking to make gifts for their friends for Christmas. So um, right. we do deal a lot with folks that are um, either making their own cold processed soaps or bath bombs or lotions or creams um, that they give away as gifts. So we do have that that craft market as well. And for the listeners um, who are listening to us, what is your website address? Our website address is www.aromlikemary.com. like Mary, A, D, like David, E, T, like Tom, E, R, R, A, dot com. Great. I have a question. Yes. Mary Ellen, what are your biggest challenges for your business? Uh, the biggest cha- actually, one of the biggest challenges we've dealt with right now uh, is changes in climate because um, we deal with things that are natural that are dependent on a crop and dependent on the weather being good. Uh, there have been a, a lot of droughts. Um, for instance, we've been having problems getting a particular kind of eucalyptus from Australia because there was flooding last year, and a lot of the eucalyptus trees have been damaged. Um, uh, there is also, uh, sometimes there can be a lot of publicity for a particular item like uh, rosehip seed oil. Um, as I understand it, um, uh, Princess, Oh, my goodness, I can't remember her her name at this very moment. Um, the royal princess who's been having children um, of, of England. My goodness, I can't think of her. Um, Kate? Kate? Kate Middleton. Yes. Kate Middleton, yes. Kate um, is very interested in rosehip seed oil. Uh, and all of a sudden, rosehip seed oil is almost impossible to acquire <laughs> because people will hear about a particular item and everybody wants it. And uh, because it's natural, uh, there's a good chance that the crop is only so big. So um, that's one of the challenges in working with things that are natural, is that there's the possibility that you can't get the supplies that you would like. Okay, great. And I'm hearing some background noise. Not not sure where it's coming from. It's me. Okay. All right. Um. It's so interesting, uh, Mary Ellen. I look at your business as being regional. Still hearing background noise. So if you could put yourself on mute, that'd be great. Um, I look at your business as being regional and even national, Mm -hmm. but it sounds like you're pretty global um, as it relates to definitely your your vendors or suppliers. And is that the same with your, your clients? Oh, yes. Um, actually, we have um, shipped things to Japan, 
to the Isle of Wight um, just uh, up in the United Kingdom. Um, we shipped to Canada, to Mexico, uh, all over the world, actually. Um, uh, I Actually, one of the most interesting places that we shipped to recently was Zimbabwe. Um, I like that very much. Um, it's nice to know that... Uh, that we can be of help as far as people uh, getting the sorts of things that they want all over the world. Very nice. And again, you you have a very quality product, so I, I'm not surprised at all. Oh, well, thank you. So I feel like we've talked about the the science of what you do, and, and I, I look mm-hmm. at the science as being the nuts and bolts of the, the business. Mm-hmm. Let's kind of talk about the art of what you do, the, the creating, the creative part. Um, how does wearing how does wearing your own fragrance um, or fragrance of your own choosing make one feel more confident and or happy? What, what is that whole concept about? Well, it, in my opinion, when you wear something that you really like, um, that joy that you experience um, can't help but escape into your atmosphere and to, for um, people to to notice how much better you feel about yourself. Um, and, of course, once you feel more confident, you actually can accomplish things that you didn't realize you could. Um, it just, I remember when they were marketing the fra- a fragrance called Realm back in the 80s or 90s, uh, they were claiming that... Um, that you gave off a particular pheromone in wearing their fragrance. Uh, and um, if you went and read the materials, then they, what they were talking about was that uh, when you wear realm, they said, you feel beautiful. And if you feel beautiful, you draw wonderful people to you. So I thought that was a very clever way of putting it. But it, it is true. When, when you um, have had the opportunity to... Uh, either create for yourself or have something created for you. Um, you've got that whole um, extra piece in of the puzzle in that you have actually um, had a part in defining who you are. Uh, even if you go out and choose a fragrance for yourself as opposed to someone else choosing it for you, you've had um, that participatory um, part and that really does contribute to your feeling more like who you truly are instead of having someone else tell you who you are. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I just, I think that everything has a vibration and, and if you're creating something, um, even including smells and oils. So if you're creating something that's you, that's uniquely you, and that's just going to raise your vibration. So that's just going to be all kinds of good, really, right? Maybe. Sure, absolutely. Okay. So how do you make your do – do people come to you and just start mixing away? And is, is it like a, like a little coloring book or a playground? I mean, how does that work? <laughs> well, in a way, that's an interesting way of putting it. We have a really uh, huge um, library of fragrances with which to work, both man-made and natural. What I often, when someone calls and they want to make an appointment to have a fragrance created for them, um, I will uh, recommend a number of different things. One, to think about fragrances, complete fragrances that you've had in the past that you really like and take a look and see what kind of ingredients are in them. 
In addition, um, if you have had great experiences with particular smells, say you really like the smell of uh, Jurgen's lotion, which has that almond cherry kind of feel to it, um, and then you also like the smell of coffee and, and mint and this kind of thing, if you've got particular preferences, I ask people to bring to take notes and bring those sorts of things with them. They'll come in, and we will meet um, that list as best we can. Sometimes, for instance, you ha- you like the smell of um, um, Grandpa's uh, tobacco from his his uh, pipe. Well, sometimes oh we can get a little bit of that, and but people do come. Because we have we have a very personal connection with the fragrances, memories yeah. that go with the various uh, fragrances that we've experienced in our lives, and Absolutely. so um, sometimes we can't always meet every one of those needs uh, from our library of uh, oils with which we work, but um, we'll pull out all of those different ingredients that you've suggested. We have um, um, what we call scent sticks, little filters filter sticks that we can put a, an oil of uh, a dip of each one of those on a scent stick. And then what I usually ask people to do is to take the number of sticks that I think they're interested in, hold them all together as though it were a bouquet, and wave it before the nose. Once we get a good feel for which ingredients we're going to use, then it's a matter of working out proportion. Some fragrances can be very overwhelming as opposed to others, and so you might use one drop of that as compared to ten drops of something else. So it's a very much a give and take between um, the customer and myself in trying to pull together these kinds of things. Sometimes um, because some ingredients are very expensive as opposed to others, we can we might cut back on a particular ingredient just because it's just not affordable in that particular situation. But um, it's amazing to me sometimes the things that we come up with by the time we're finished and the combinations that we have that I would never have thought of on my own. So it's a lot of give and take between the person that who's, who's going to wear the fragrance and myself. Nice. And um, Hasina and... Um and Wanda, they dropped off the line, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going on, but ladies, come on back, and I'll I'll, I'll put you back into the queue. I'm back. Yeah. I think it just put both of us off in some funny way. It just yeah. blank. Okay, and Wanda's cool. Wanda's back too. Okay, great. Mary Ellen, as you were talking about how you go about working with your customers to create. Um, a fragrance or a product, mm-hmm. you know, the, it came to me that it's all about the experience. And it brought to mind the experience that, that I had when I was working with you and I was creating a shea butter product line. Mm-hmm. And how I would, I would, I would research different, mm, different um, products um, different different essential oils and uh, for their maybe uh, healing healing um, properties. Mm-hmm. Thank you for their healing properties. <laughs> and then I would come to you and I'd say, you know, I'd like this product, or I'd like to use this 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 natural oil or this this product. And you'd say, 
well, you know, this may not work. Um, you know, this may not work, so let's substitute it with this or never tried that before, so let me do some research and, and I'll let you know how it works. And it was a very organic process and experience and it was a process, even though I was not the one creating the product, um, I was I still felt a part of the process. Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I actually, when people call and they say, hey, I would like a fragrance that has jasmine, coconut, and strawberry, and can you send it to me? I'll be glad to do that, but without their participation live right next to me, um, I'm always just a touch um, hesitant to make that blend because um, you really do need to, to actually experience them in order to be able to put them together well. Um, and that organic process of, of, gee, how about if we add just a touch of, of this orange because that will just make all the other ingredients pop. Well, neither one of us knew we were going to use that at the very beginning. So it, it is very much an adventure, and it's, it, it just kind of feeds upon itself. Nice. Now, is skin, How? the skin, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. Well, I'm just thinking yeah, that the ahead. skin ahead. is our biggest organ, right? Am I correct in that? Oh, yes, that's very that? much so. So <laughs> is it uh, all skin's not the same, so, or does or is it? Does the oil affect all skin the same? I mean, when because it, it goes into the skin and it gets into the body quicker, correct? Oh, certainly. There are some there are some things that do uh, pass through the the skin barrier, and some things that do not. Especially if the molecules are just too large. But you're absolutely correct. Everybody's skin is different. Um, certainly, we have differences as far as you know, my skin is dry, or your skin is not. You have eczema. I do not. Um, I'm not saying that you do, but I'm, I'm looking okay. into it. <laughs> yes, we all have we all have different things that um, contribute to uh, what our skin is like. In addition, if you have sensitive skin, or if you are immune compromised, or um, if you're using some oils, actually will make you more um, prone to sunburn, like um, bergamot and a number of the different. Um, citrus oils like orange and lemon um, where you actually don't want to use those on your skin and then go out into the sun because you're more prone to um, get sunburn after that. Um, so, yes, we all have, we all have different um, possibilities as, as to how oils or butters are going to interact with our skin and, therefore, with our body systems. In addition, um, when you... When you are ill or when you're taking a particular prescription, that too can affect the way um, how receptive your skin and your body is to a particular fragrance and how your own um, body chemistry is going to affect the way the fragrance smells on you. That's really interesting. And this may be a bit off topic, but I know Hasina, she doesn't eat meat. And now Mm -hmm. that and she had, and it's been for quite a while, some years now. And I know that when she and I are talking, or when we're eating something, she can taste almost every herb and spice that is in that food um, a lot differently than I'm able to process. 
And so it's really interesting how I hear you saying if somebody is sick or if they're on a particular medication or, you know, if there's some some type of um, um, chemical change or cellular change or, or cellular uh, change going on, it can affect um, how an oil or how something that goes on your skin, how it feels, how it absorbs, and and that type of thing. Oh, yeah. And in addition to that, we all actually smell differently. Our actual sense of smell is different, each person. Mm -hmm. Um, Think about it when you talk about um, taste. You may really love hot, spicy food. and your sister may really dislike it. Or what seems really hot to you seems very gentle to her. Um, we all have different abilities for perception. So what you, you really like, someone else may not. Or what you can smell, someone may not. Like you say, Essena um, may have a, a better, um, not better, but a more developed sense of taste and um, scent, uh, excuse me, smell than you do. But it could very well be that also there is a physical ability that she has that you do not. So it, it's very, very interesting. They are finding, uh, I, I don't know if you remember back in school when um, a bunch of people might be sitting around in a circle and somebody takes their tongue and curls it up, um, you know, where both edges come together. You can curl your tongue some people can physically not do that, so um, and other people can. Um, there are particular fragrances like cilantro, um, I, and some people think that that smells very soapy and kind of strange, not at all like a food. At the same time, there, there are other people that find it to be a very flavorful and delicious fragrance. So in a lot of cases, it's not just a matter of um, experience with something, but physically one can or cannot um, smell or feel them. Hmm. No, that is yeah. so funny that you say that, Mary Ellen, because I have a, a strong sense of smell. Like I can smell things from a mile away. Mm-hmm. You're kind of breaking up, Christina. Oh, I'm sorry. I said my sense of, okay. My sense of smell is very, very, very strong. I can smell something from a mile away, so it makes sense that my taste buds are similar. And mm-hmm. yes, as you now that I do eat cleaner, I can taste most ingredients in food, where I can pick it mm-hmm. out and then go home and make the same thing maybe that I had at a restaurant. So it is mm-hmm. very interesting. And as you address things about skin and sensitivities, and I heard you talk about eczema, I have had eczema. It does come out from stress and fragrances and all kinds of things. And, you know, I I'm, I don't know if I missed it when I stepped away, but lavender it has a lot of healing qualities, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And then you, and as you mentioned, the eczema comes on when you're stressed. Often, um, when you're stressed, you don't even, you you aren't even able to taste or smell the things that you normally would because you, your body is so uh, concentrating on taking care of itself that it it thinks of the other 
seems like your taste or smell as being um, unimportant right now. Extracurricular. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, uh, because your skin is is such a large organ, it also um, shows. It also exhibits when um, a problem is coming on first, before other parts of your body will do so. Um, and and with that stress um, hormone going through your body it can change the way that your personal chemistry and the way you smell without being having any scent on you at all. So that, that base fragrance can be different from one day to the next. Your base personal fragrance that has, not, it has nothing to do with what you've put on or eaten. Quick, quick weird question. What's the strangest smell you've ever created or oddest, uh, different, maybe, the word? Because I'm thinking popcorn would be a smell, but do you want to wear that? <laughs> exactly. Do you really want to wear that? Uh, you know, we, we remember that, the, yeah, that craze where everybody wanted everything bacon. You know, I'm not so sure you'd want to smell like bacon, although I suppose no. you could by just, you know, being next to Although, it's funny that we say that because bacon is a smoked thing. One of the most uh, um, interesting fragrances that um, is very much uh, being used just in this last year is oud, O-U-D or O-O-D. Um, the fragrance that's very popular in the Middle East. And uh, the way that my husband likes to describe it is um, to bring to mind when you go camping or whether you've had a fire in your fireplace. And uh, in the morning, when you're getting ready to leave that campsite, you want to make sure that the fire's out, so you put water over it, and you get that smoky, kind of a dry, um, earthy smell. Well, oud smells like that, and there have been a great number of fragrances in the last year created by Tom Ford, created by Creed, uh, the perfumer to the queen. Um, I'm trying to think who else. I think Gucci. There have been a great number of fragrances that have used oud. So, and I have to admit, I just love that smell. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm curious. You know, it, it's not something that I that I actually would have thought I would enjoy until I actually experienced it. Um, I will say also that uh, we had a request once for garlic oil. I'm not quite sure what the person was going to be using it for, but yeah, we I don't know. ordered it brought it in, and um, the box itself, before we even opened it, smelled like garlic. <laughs> well, you could, cook with, you could also cook with that, right? Oh, you could, but you'd, you'd have to be making such a large quantity of something in order to be wow. able to absorb just that one drop of garlic oil. Wow. Uh, so some things are very, very pervasive. Um trying to think. I know that people have wanted fresh baked bread smell, which to this point just hasn't been replicable, or um, freshly mown grass. To get a true smell oh, of, yeah. of grass um, is Christmas very, very tree difficult. Smell. Christmas the tree Christmas smell. You know, tree. it's interesting. It's interesting. Christmas tree smell, while we certainly have oil of pine, oil of fir, spruce, those kinds of things, they don't give off very well unless they're warm. So um, it is a challenge to get that fragrance just the way you want it. But um, 
if you've got good Christmas memories, the smell of Christmas tree is going to make you so happy. So yeah, it does. We, we do our best to, to uh, come up with the best scent we can on that one. Cool. Okay, so, Mary Ellen, that, that brings me to a question. Do you ever create oils uh, that people can burn, or is it just oils that people can wear on their skin? Oh, yeah. Katrina, thank you for asking. No, we do. We certainly have fragrances that people can uh, can burn in an oil diffuser, um, or those diffusers that um, operate um, simply on um, air movement. The way that you can diffuse the fragrance is either through heat or through movement. And so, um, for instance, you you've got those um, little Febreze or Glade or whatever they are that you plug in that will heat up the oil that's in there and send the scent around the room. And then you will find little diffusers that you plug in and there's a fan that goes over a filter and that sends fragrance out. So, yes, the oils that we carry could be used on the body, can be diffused uh, in the room. Um, uh, Certainly a lot of the essential oils that we have, if you're thinking more about the aromatherapy or the natural products line, will um, help clean around the house, like a peppermint or a lemon or a lemongrass. Love it. Those are my favorites. Yes, and, you know, and and we were talking the other night about about, um, uh, whether using synthetic fragrances versus uh, using natural fragrances, what was one of the big differences? And we were talking about having lost the connection with natural and with nature in being so used to using a strawberry flavored uh, or strawberry smelling lotion as opposed to using lavender smelling lotion. Um, people will come all the time and ask, is, do you, is there an essential oil of strawberry? Well, I'm sorry, unfortunately there is not, or, or a watermelon or something like that. And so we're dependent on some um, someone being able to make a fragrance as close to the smell of real strawberries as possible. But it's so difficult because... Um, uh, the fragrance that you smell is a blend of so many different aroma chemicals, um, and we're not—we're talking in its natural form as well. Um, if you go back at your chemistry and you remember, you've got carbon and you've got oxygen and you've got zinc and you've got whatever, and all of those things that contribute to the way something smells. Um, that it's very difficult to pull up every single one of the components of that strawberry in order to have something that truly smells like strawberry. So um, we can kind of lose that connection to the natural the more we depend on man-made products and man-made fragrance. Well, then that brings up the question, um, is there, or you know, organically, I guess, is there a difference between wearing a fragrance that is synthetic opposed to wearing um, an essential oil that is made up of more, is it natural, more natural um, products? Yeah, um, there are great, and especially when it comes to fragrance, a lot of fragrances in their man-made form are petroleum-based. And so there are a lot of folks who would rather not put petroleum-based products on the skin. Um, Some don't even want them to to be able to smell them within their home because certainly um, while we were talking about the the skin being uh, the largest organ of the body, when it comes to smelling something, we actually, when you when you physically smell a fragrance, it goes to that little spot in between your two eyes. And there is a connection directly to the brain right there. 
as opposed to when you eat something, it goes through your digestive system first and ends up then into your bloodstream after having been digested. So um, sometimes something that's man-made might might have an effect that you're not looking for uh, when you have it in your home or on your skin. Is that so, like you were talking, you were talking about diffusers, uh, just really quick. Um, but I have this diffuser that's with water. What's going on there? That uses is water it, and is that oil. With, uh, yeah, well, I put the oil in the water. Is that movement? Is that working with, you're saying, movement or heat? Heat. So I don't, and do you plug it in? Yeah, I do plug it in. So it's heat. Does it get warm? Um, it's not all that warm. I don't, but I suppose. Oh, but it's but uh, but it is then taking. It's like a mist. Will give you just yes, exactly. And so you're getting that mist up into the air. So right. And in I believe in that case, it is warming it enough to to allow it to mystify into the air. Although you've got you do have cool air cool air humidifiers. So um, there's machinery there that's breaking that those the that big drop of water into little tiny ones so they can get up into the air. So you're right. Thank you for mentioning okay. that. That is a third type of diffusion. Thanks. I I just wanted to make sure I had the right thing. <laughs> yes, you do. Awesome. And you know, it's kind of interesting, um, in that kind of a diffuser just a few years ago, um, very popular were those were tabletop fountains. Um and I suspect a lot of us still have those fountains at home. I have put essential oils in the water that goes through a tabletop fountain, and it will diffuse beautifully into the room, and they're so pretty. Yeah, that sounds nice. Great. All right, then. Big pregnant pause, ladies. Yes. Tell me, what else would you like to know? Uh, Well... Can you what what are some what are some negative or, or harmful fragrances that we inhale? And it seems like you, you started to touch on that as you talked about how you know the some how the whatever we kind of breathe, how it goes to a certain part of our our brain or or our our face or our head and um mm-hmm. you know, how it can either be a, a negative or a positive. Um can you kind of expand on that and then, um, you know, talk about um, what are some negative uh, ways that smell can affect us? Sure. Well, think about think about something as simple as cigarette smoke. That goes, that puts fragrance directly, that, well, it puts smoke um, directly into your, into your bloodstream from just inhaling it. Um, Wintergreen. You have to be very careful in using wintergreen because while it can ease um, pain, it actually is almost 100% salicylic acid, which is what you have in in, um, in aspirin. Um, and so, if you have if you use that too often, it builds up in the liver, and so you have to be careful about that. So, um, there are things both natural and man-made. They, that can um, be deleterious to your health. So you want to be careful with those. Um, trying to think of another fragrance besides wintergreen. Um, black pepper. Um, oh. As far as, as using it on the skin. Um, or even peppermint. Or uh, Peppermint is not going to hurt you so much as it will certainly cause a very um, 
um, sparkly, I like to call it, sparkly or, or prickly feeling on the skin um, when used in large quantities, especially if you take a bath with it and you get a large amount of, of peppermint um, Wow, I never thought of taking yeah. a bath with it. I love peppermint, oh, quite honestly. It can be very, very cooling. Um, actually, yeah. it's kind of interesting. When you use peppermint or wintergreen on the skin, um, it it gives both a cool and a warm sensation, and your your the nerves there just don't know quite what to do with it, so they might just give up. And they, it's not that they die, but that they they ignore the freeling after a while, and that's why. Um, the pain is less uh, likely to bother you. You're not feeling it so much because those yeah. nerves right there just got confused, and they just said, <laughs> "Fine, you know, I'm just I'm out of here for a while." As far that as works. giving you any kind of message, so I know we have just a little bit of time, so I won't ask you to talk too much about it. But with pets and things like that, do you have some uh, like even maybe just go to your website? Is there do you deal in animals and what they can and cannot? exposed to? Well, um, we don't address it too much, but I will mention, um, especially when it comes to small animals and small children as far as that goes, okay. remember that yeah. that um, the smaller, uh, the, least, the less amount of body weight they've got to deal with a particular drop of oil, the more heavily affected they're going to be. So they say, especially when it comes to cats, um, right. you want to be very careful. You don't want to put things on your cat because the one they're licking it all and taking it in and they're they don't have much poundage there with which yeah. to process the oil that got into their system. Um so to please, put it on their are, paws? Uh I wouldn't put it on their paws. I would put okay. it I would say put it as far in fact I'm not so sure that I would actually apply very much to cats. I have okay. I but I will say I have dogs. to a well, I I did I had a cat that had fleas. I put ah. one drop of lavender on the comb mm-hmm. and combed the cat with it. And okay. that was very helpful with the fleas, in addition to putting a little garlic in their food. Okay. So um go ahead. No, it's just that's good enough. Research. Oh, I can do that. Oh yes. Research is really, really important and there are actually um more naturopathic vets out there that will use some essential oils in practice. So search it out. Okay. Thank you. Great. You're welcome. We are um, kind of beginning to wind down, so I want to want to ask you uh, one more question. Um, how can we? How or what? What fra- What type of fragrances bring people joy? Well, you know, we were talking about peppermint. For some reason, peppermint does wonders for the psyche. It just it it's a joy promoter. So are a lot of the different um, citrus oils like lemon and orange and bergamot. Um, as a matter of fact, when it comes to grapefruit, um, there was some research done by uh, Dr. Hirsch uh, out of Chicago, and he found that when women were wearing grapefruit, men thought that they were younger and more beautiful. So I advocate grapefruit big time for women. <laughs> I would have Nothing to like have the you fruit. some grapefruit oil. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like smelling um, fruity. Right yes, now. yes yeah. ma'am. How can, I, how can our audience reach you? Uh, well, you can certainly go to the website. That, again, was www.aromadeterra.com. 
they can um, they will find their address information as well as telephone information. Um, certainly, um, you can just simply email me at Mary Ellen, M A R Y, E L L E N, at aromadeterra.com. Um, shoot. I, you could give us a call, but you'll find that information on the website. I think those are the best ways to do it. If you're awesome. really good and psychic, you can just send out your vibrations to me, and I'll pick it up for you. <laughs> Great. We would that like works. to thank you so much, Mary Ellen, for being on our show. And, and we want to thank you, our listening audience, to, for tuning in to another edition of Positively Affirmative Um, This is the show where we affirm you with education, information, and resources in the areas of self-care, career development, business building, and wealth consciousness, challenges, and solutions. I am your host, Katrina Jones, Prosperity Life Coach of Satari Life Skills Institute, along with Hasina Roach, Relational Consultant, and Wanda Miles, Radio Personality. Join us next week or join us every Sunday at 5 p.m. Bring a friend and share the prosperity. And I'd also like to say, Mary Ellen, you're welcome on the show anytime. Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. All right, everybody. (laughs) Everybody, have a great day. Thank Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye now. Don't mess with Mr. In-Between. Don't mess with Mr. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.